This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was group trips. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It's the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number eight, nine. 89, Bill. Yes. One of those kind of like, I don't know, it always numerically very satisfying, all the circles. And we talked about 88 and how pleasing that is. And the 89 has some nice oval shape to it. Yep. But it all 89, it always sort of like, I don't know, 88 and 90 are such solid, sweet round numbers that 89 always seems a little caught in the middle. 89 is a precipice number. It's a precipice number. But That's it's not as cool as 99. No way! 99 is on the precipice of triple digits. Of triple. Right. 89 gets lost a little bit. Right. 89 tends to get lost. Do you remember anything that happened in 1989? Well, that's a great... Oh, yes, I do. The first thing that comes to mind uh, is the 1989 World Series between the San Francisco Giants and the Oakland Athletics. Oh, dear. And there was a massive earthquake in the middle of the World Series, and it was like a huge national time. Did it end the World Series? Did I think it at least delayed it. There needs to be a winner. There has to be a winner, yeah. I think they played out the series, but that's a good question. I wonder what the aftermath of that was. I remember watching that World Series and seeing a bridge uh, snap in half. Yeah. And a car, I think, got stuck in the cracks. Zoinks! Like, human nightmare yeah. arrived. And one of the, I remember the cover, the sort of iconic cover of Sports Illustrated was Will Clark, who yeah. I believe was the San Francisco Giants' first baseman at the time, in uniform, on the field, um, sort of like, like carrying, I don't know, maybe it was his kid or something, but like sort of get, getting some a child to safety. Yeah. He was in baseball uniform. Yeah. So that was a little surreal. Um, that's kind of relevant to what happened in the news last week, and that's Houston. Yeah. There was a lot of people chipping in and doing whatever they could to try and yeah. uh, help the people out there. Yes. Pretty intense. Yeah. Um, it was really intense. And uh, as we speak, uh, we have another sort of huge Category 5 tropical storm barreling down on Florida. South Irma. Florida. Irma. Irma. Yeah. So if you're on the uh, line of, I'm not sure if climate change is real or not, yeah, we- <laughs> I think we're ready to, uh, we're wel- we'll, we'll welcome you. Yeah. We'll welcome you to this uh, side. Open your eyes. Climate change is real. Yeah. yeah. So please, everyone, stay safe and dry as best you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, okay. In episode number 89. Yes. Adam. We uh, made it here. This past weekend, um, it wasn't your wedding. Not exactly. We mentioned to the people at home that you got married maybe uh, six weeks ago or so, two months ago. A bit of eloping, sort of a little guerrilla style wedding at the Getty Museum. That's right. 10 minutes and 15 bucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you had your wedding, uh, but you wanted to celebrate months after the fact. Well, yeah. You know, because we were doing this kind of like untraditional wedding, we weren't sort of having the one focal day and time in history. We kind of wanted to, I don't know recreate some of the things that we like about weddings and one of the things is being in a new city and a new place with a group of friends that don't traditionally maybe don't normally travel together or just be in a new place with friends That's right all. right yeah here's the thing you and maggie are very popular well i don't know how to respond to that other than thank you uh, yeah i don't even need a response That's a fact <laughs> you and maggie are very popular so your group trips whereas other friends might try and get like six of their closest friends to come together yeah. Are much larger than that. Yeah. You invited, uh, let's call it an estimated 60 people sure. to travel a few hours north to yep. Portland. Yep. Um, and most of them came. Yeah. We had a big group this weekend, yourself included, and many, many of our dear friends yeah. uh, of about 40, I don't know, maybe like 42 folks mm-hmm. that, that very generously and kindly made the trip up to Portland, which was a city that Maggie and I had never been to, and we just wanted an excuse to go. Yeah. And How just... many people did you invite? I mean, I think that we invited something like 
maybe like 70 or 80. 42 out of 70 is like 60%. Pretty good. That's a lot. Pretty good. That's a lot of friends care. Because this is the type of trip where there isn't going to be a wedding where it's like this like romantic thing that brings all together. That's right. This is essentially just a trip. It's just a hangout, a group hangout. This is a group trip. That's right. And that's what today's (laughs) episode is going to be about. Group trips. Not just your group trip, but group trips in general. Yes. And they come with a lot of... um, it requires a lot of energy to it pull does. off a group trip. It really does. Just to like organize a group event in your hometown requires a lot of energy. Yes. But when you take all of those people and move them to a different city or yes. state, hold your breath. A lot of variables. And another thing is uh, like something that added an, another little wrinkle is that many of the people that did obviously come with us had been to Portland before. Ah. Knew the lay of the land a little bit. Um, Maggie and I were virginal. I mean like we – I mean, deliberately chose this place that we had never been to sort of like grab our friends and go just because we thought that'd be fun. Right. Um, but yeah, for, for us from a planning standpoint, like we were on the computer looking up all the cool things to do in Portland, asking Marty here at HeadGum, who's a Portland native, asking friends who had been there before, yeah. calling all these friend recommendations. Yeah. But it was all a little theoretical because we didn't really know the town. Now, uh, did you originally uh, put a pin in Portland because of the eclipse? We had, yes. Okay. We did do that. Uh, a couple weeks ago, obviously, there was that big to- path of totality eclipse that we talked about. About. And that was like August 18 or 19 that weekend. So yes. we had originally wanted to maybe go up to the coast. It wasn't Portland. It would have been like the co- like coastal Oregon because I think that was where like the eclipse was literally passing like right over sort of the northwest coast of Oregon where okay. those like beaches were. Sure. So we had had a half an idea to go up to sort of like use the eclipse as a, an excuse to drag everyone up there. But some plans got changed. We had to go to another friend's wedding coincidentally that weekend. So we bumped it back to Labor Day. We figured end of the summer – the weather will hopefully be nice, which right. it really was. Oh, it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, or, so originally it was the sort of path of totality eclipse that was the initial spark of why mm-hmm. we wanted to do Oregon, the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. But also generally, we've never been there before it, and just wanted to sort of explore and check it out. Excellent. Yeah. So us and our 42 friends went to Portland <laughs> yeah. and we will be checking in with that trip throughout. Yeah. Um, but it is the No Joke Podcast and uh, there's rules to this podcast. <laughs> and in the first act, we like to talk about our history with group trips. Yeah. Now, group trips are very different than family trips. Very, very different. Yeah. This yeah. is your you and your peers. And your peers. Doing something together away from home. Very much so. So there's there has to be a bit of a uh, an age floor yeah. by which you start going on group trips. Y- yes, yes, you know? yes. Um, did you ever go to travel camp? I know that in Long Island there was a lot of like travel camps. What do you mean uh, travel camp? Well, uh, I don't know how to put this without sounding um, like a bad man. Not but sleepaway camp. Rich Jewish kids in Long Island would go to Universal Studios and like Beijing <laughs> – and, like, complain about it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and those were my first hearing about these group trips oh. where kids only 13 were going. I was like, I'm at basketball camp. You guys are killing You're in it. Beijing. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did you go to any of those travel camps? Um, or do you remember your first group trip that you organized? Yeah. Well, Oregon, like, my first group trips were also in very much in a school context. Right. It was like a – I was in chorus yep. in high school. And – I was not let – let's put it this way. I know that you were probably going on maybe some like travel soccer trips. Sure. For example, oh, yeah. Of course. I wasn't really traveling with sports teams as a kid too much. Okay. Um, I wasn't, uh, how to say it, that good to sure. be on a, on a team that would warrant any traveling. But anywhere. you were a hell of a choir member. Hell of a choir. Hell. A hell of a choir member. Get this kid a tenor. 
We got a tenor in the house, folks. Be a tenor. Right. So I was in my high school chorus, and uh, we would frequently, uh, maybe like every year, uh, there were always some like, I don't even want to call them tournaments, but you know, like whatever the high Festival? school. Festival? Festivals. Singing jams. Exhibition jams. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we would, uh, we took a very, maybe a, like freshman or sophomore year, it was one of the first ones, and we went to uh, Toronto. Okay. But as a big chorus, we went to Toronto. Uh, it was very, very fun. It was a fun kind of like maybe even my first international trip, to be honest with you. Sure. So we went to Toronto, um, a whole big group of us, but it was a group of 14, all 14. Yep. Just like awkward 14-year-olds, like like at the height of our lives with braces. Yes. And we descended upon Toronto, and like we stayed in a weird little hotel all together with like a handful of chaperones, including some parents and some teachers. Okay, so we're already starting to lose what makes this uh, peer group group trip. Yeah. Because yeah. now we have parents. Yeah, involved. their parents are involved. Okay. There were some teachers involved. Okay. The chorus director, Mrs. Ploss, was there, obviously. Starting to feel like a class trip. It was, that was a class trip. Class trip. That was a class trip. Okay. More than a group trip. Okay. Yeah. Um, Do you not consider a class trip a subset of group trip? Well, I guess that I consider a class trip to be a part of a higher body. Where yeah. it's like somebody has organized school this sanctioned. on behalf – Exactly, school sanctioned. A group trip to me is when you and your six friends say, let's go to Vegas. Yeah. Or let's go camping for the first time. Yes. Nobody else. Yes. We're going to do it our way. Yes. We are completely responsible for ourselves. Yes. Um, that's what I think a group trip is. I think my first one of those also to Canada, New Year's Eve, going to Montreal. Same. With some pals. Same. Same? What year? Well, if you went Y2K1, I will flip. Not Y2K1. Okay. This is going to be like more like Y2K, though. Okay. Like maybe You were trying to flee America because our computers were going to go <laughs> back to 1900? Right. Or like, let's just hunker let's down go. in Montreal. Yeah. Um, I think that was my first sort of like fr- friend only, yep. not school sanctioned. Yep. We have a, we old enough to have a driver's license. Yep. Let's do it. Now, the reason me and my friends yeah. took our first group trip to Montreal yes. was very simple. Yes. Legal drinking You age. can drink there. 18. 18 and under. I find it hard to believe that you and your friends friends went there for that same reason. Same reason, same reason. I'm really? not a big drinker. I'm not a big drinker, but some of the people that I was, of course. I mean, really? I feel like that was baked into the impetus of the high school, the upstate New York or the New York State right. sojourn to Montreal right. when you're 17 right. or 18, I guess, mm-hmm. is because you can drink at 18. Right. That's why. And yeah. I think that's a good element of group trips. Yeah. Is that if you, it's you and your peers yeah. and you know that at some point you're going to get a little naughty. <laughs> It's like that is the that's that's a that is the carrot that's being dangled out in front of the group trip. Mm-hmm. Something could get naughty and weird, and, and we're planning will. on it. We're planning on it because it's a safe space. Yeah, it's me and my best friends. Yeah, and we're going to leave the nest to do something yes, weird. Exactly. You know. Yes, and there is that thing. It's like that is another sort of like spirit of travel that Maggie and I wanted to capture. It's like when you're in a new city, you do. I mean, it sounds silly, but it's like you are. You give yourself permission, I think, subconsciously to be a slightly different version of yourself. Yes. To just be a slightly different... This is like Portland me. This is an L.A. home me. Totally. This is like Portland weird vacation group trip me. Great call. Yeah. (laughs) We land in Portland and uh, you've rented... Three Airbnb houses yep. for a bunch of your friends yep. and then a bunch of hotel rooms for a bunch of other friends. Yep. And now everyone is covered. Yep. My experience with Airbnb is that you unlock the door. Yes. Uh, the house is empty. It's waiting for you. Yes. And it's your house now. That's it. In Portland, there's a law that states that the owner of the Airbnb yes. has to own the house yes. and basically reside there too. That's right. Or reside near it or just basically be up your ass. They're up, way up it. We were just talking to Marty about this before we started getting on mic. And yeah, Portland's got this weird Airbnb. The Airbnb laws are a little bit stricter. And yeah. you can't just sort of like – and smartly, I think, to sort of prevent people from scooping up real estate, renting it out without living there. And right. like that shady Airbnb thing that like skewers the real estate market. 
so I think they've accounted for that. But the consequence is that these hosts are hands-on. And up your ass. <laughs> yeah. um, and which plays directly against the secret naughtiness that you want in a group <laughs> yeah, trip. That's true. So suddenly, when we landed in Portland, we had to almost course-correct how we're going to find our naughtiness yeah. now that our grandma and grandpa live at this house yes, with us. Yes, the, the Billy and I, we stayed in the same Airbnb, and our host was particularly friendly, was there to greet us, and you and your lovely girlfriend, Marina, were actually the first ones there yeah. at the house. Yeah. He greeted you, yeah. mistook you for me, yeah. made a bizarre abstract comment about your injured boot, yeah. was sort of a little all over the place and scattered. But you gotta be weary of very nice people. Always. You gotta be weary of like, wow, he he was so nice. <laughs> There's something going on behind those eyes. Yes. And this guy so nice was masking that he was so nervous. Yeah, yeah. He was, was so element. anxious. And I get it. He built a beautiful house. Yes. And now he's renting it out to eight strangers. Strangers. But that's what you signed up for, guy. That's what Airbnb is about. And that's what I learned on this group trip is that if I go to an Airbnb yeah. and I meet the owner yeah. as soon as I walk in, it's not my house. <laughs> Red flag. It's his house now. It's, it just reinforces that re that you are a visitor. You are a stranger in a stranger. Shout Shatters the illusion. Shatters the illusion. There's something so fun about arriving at an Airbnb and seeing, wow, this is our place for the weekend. Yes. But when you get there and you're like, this is Don's place. Yes. And we're staying here for the weekend. And Don just left and maybe is still here. Right. Yes, exactly. Um, that is it, the illusion of the Airbnb. That is what's so nice about it. You're so right. It's like the ma like the magic of Airbnb is upheld yes. when the host is absent. That's it's the, like that's the thing. That's the fun part. Right, right, right. Um, let's go into a song. Okay, cool. We'll go into a song real quick. We'll okay. come back and then we'll start talking about the group trip that we just went on. Okay, great. And some of the things we did. Cool. But before that, a song. A song. Anything uh, Anything come to mind? Did you see Girls Trip? Girls Trip. We did see the movie Girls Trip. Was there Maybe a song that, that uh, played over the credits? Okay, there probably was. If I, with a gun to my head, I couldn't remember it. Without a gun to my head, I can't remember it. Okay, great. Let's so... keep the gun out of it completely. <laughs> <laughs> don't so, know why. I sounds like we don't even it. need the gun then. <laughs> okay. Um, dang, what was the Girls Trip song? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure, man. Okay. But Jada Pinkett was in there somewhere. Okay. Um, so here's an idea. Yes. So, uh... In our episode today, it's yep. called uh, Group Trip. Yeah. Uh, this word kind of sounds like trip. Yeah. Um, it's slip. Yes. It's by DMX. Yes. Do, do you remember slipping? I'm falling. I, I can't, can't get, get up. up. I'm slipping. I'm falling. I, I got, got to, to get, get up. up. Yeah, man. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds that we can find a radio-friendly version of that song? A hundred. Okay. Then we will, and we'll play it now. I got to get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I got to get up. I've been through mad different faces, like Macy's, to find my way. And now I know that happy days are not far away. If I'm strong enough, I'll live long enough to see my kids. Doing something more constructive with the time than bitch. I know because I've been there. Now I'm in there. Sit back and look at what it took for me to get there. First came the ball, the drama with my mama. She got on some flash, so I split and said that I'ma be that seed that doesn't need much to succeed. Strapped with mad greed, a heart that doesn't bleed. I'm ready for the world, or at least I thought I was. Bagging when I caught a bus, I'm thinking about how short I was. Going too fast, it wouldn't last, but yo, I couldn't tell. Group homes and institutions prepare my for jail. They put me in a situation forcing me to be a man when I was just learning to stand without a Helping hand, damn, was it my fault? Something I did to make a father leave his first kid at seven, doing my first bid. Back on the scene at 14, wrote the scheme to get more green than I'd ever seen in the dream. And by all means, I will be living high off the hog. I never 
never gave a fuck about much but my dog. That's my only one. I'd head off in my last. Just another look. Come on. Headed nowhere fast. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear shit. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear shit. That ain't the half. Eric gets worse as I get old. Actions become bold. Heart got cold, chip on my shoulder that I didn't uh, didn't touch. Didn't need a click, cause I scared it uh-huh. that much. One deep with the starting uh-huh. for kicks, catching bricks, throwing bricks, uh-huh. getting by, being slick. Uh-huh. Used to get high just to get by. Used to have to ball Little in the morning before I get fly. Ate something, couple of 40s made me hate something. After some hurt, now I'm ready to take some. Three years later, showing signs of stress. Didn't keep my hair cut, I'll give up how I dress. I'm possessed by the darker side, living the cruddy life. Like this, kept with a bloody knife. Wanna make records, but I'm old up. Slipping, I'm falling, can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up. Wasn't long before I hit rock bottom. Like damn, look how that got open like a window. No more endo. Look at a video, say to myself that could have been yo. On the TV, believe me, it could be done. Something got to give, got to change. Now I got a son. I got to do the right thing for shorty, and that means no more getting high, drinking forty. So I get back, looking tight, slick again. Fake, jump back on my again. Nothing but love for those that know how it feel, and much respect to all my. Keep it real, be strong. Keep it from doing wrong. Who they is, and this is your song. And to my boo, who stuck with it, I do all the bull. Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear shit. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling. I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear shit. That was DMX's Slippin', a song that I am forever grateful to you just now for reminding me existed. Do you remember It's Dark and Hell is Hot? Uh, that was his album? His second album. His second album. Uh, yeah, his second album. I believe it was his second album. Yeah. Or the, it was either that was the first one and the second one was Flesh yeah. of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. blood. Yes. And he was covered in blood on the yes. cover. Yes. The only reason I bring that up is because, <laughs> is because DMX was in an interesting position. His first album went quadruple platinum. He blew up. He yes. out the gate. Yes. And his... I don't remember what label he was on, but they almost challenged him to say, if you can put out another full album in the next X months, yes. called six, eight, nine months, yes. we'll just give you a million dollars. Wow. Weird. Because they just wanted to capitalize on it. And he was such a hard worker. And beyond that, he was so motivated yes. by a million dollars that he put out another double album, a uh, double platinum album in just a few months. Wow. So if you're looking for, uh, if you're a fan of Migos or new rappers right now and yes. you want to hear some uh, solid early 2000s yeah. rap, revisit the DMX catalog. Were you into DMX right off the bat? Right off the bat. Right off the bat. Come on. There was, I mean, first of all, he's from Yonkers. Yes. I was in a big Yonkers phase. Yes. I loved screaming Y.O. <laughs> Did you really? Wait, is this true? Yes, of course. <gasps> wait a minute. Because the locks. The locks are from locks. Yonkers first. Okay. I loved the locks. Yes. Excuse me. I loved the locks. 
Brooks. Yes. And then when there was somebody else out of Y.O. Y.O. Now I was just repping Y.O. Holy crap. Yeah. Now DMX, uh, and he's still, he obviously, he sort of like had some issues. I think it's getting worse. Trouble with the law. I think it's getting worse. You said that so genteely and politely. Yeah. Like you were his principal. Like in fantasy football, if a player is injured, um, if you like click on their name, and it'll, there'll be an arrow pointing down saying like he's not doing so yeah. hot right now. If you were to click DMX's arrow link down. right now, arrow, arrow down. Arrow down. Oh, yeah. Arrow down. Thoughts are with you, D. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thoughts. <laughs> um, thoughts are also with a friend of the podcast. Yes. Um, this man has uh, – we didn't ask for him. No. But he has rolled up with some gifts for Billy Supremely. and Adam. Supremely. So we want to shout out James Thomas real quick. Truly. Thank you, James. The past two weeks, we've come to the HeadGum Studio, and both times we've had gifts waiting for us. Gifts. And Do you they're know not what just... it is as, to an, as an adult to go to a place of work and have gifts waiting for you? It is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I come to HeadGum, and I'm just hoping to get some Sour Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the candy. I'm here for the water. Yeah, they pay me in candy, yeah. and we record for an hour, and it's an even exchange. That seems super fair. But sometimes... There's a bonus. There's two bonuses. <laughs> yeah. Last week, uh, James Thomas yeah. sent us package. Yes. Opened it up. What was it, Adam? It was a book... Um, addressed to you, Billy, yes. that was about how to increase your Instagram followership, followership. Yes. And he sent me that. Why? Because we have uh, a little bit of a – I'm not sort of – we set some goals yes. a couple episodes ago. Billy wants to reach 10,000 Instagram followers by December 1. At Billy Scafuri. At Billy Scafuri. Adam wants to get free khakis for life, and we've concocted a plan to blackmail a J.Crew executive, uh, have a P.I. take compromising photographs or dig up dirt, and then that uh, executive will give me, Adam, free khakis for life. Easy enough. It's easy. Easy. Simple. So James, James sent us a package. Yeah. And the first package addressed my needs. Yes. How to succeed at Instagram. Yeah. We got it. We were blown away. Incredible. I emailed him. I thanked him. I was very appreciative. So thoughtful. He said, hey, guys, more gifts coming. <laughs> yeah. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. Adam and I roll up to HeadGum today. James was not kidding. James was not kidding. Another gift was waiting for us in the office. Yes. Adam, what was it? It is a not life-size, but not miniature. Definitely somewhere in between. Fire hydrant height. Fire hydrant. Fire hydrant height. Yeah. Cardboard cutout of the one and the only Carly Ray Jepsen. Unbelievable. Yeah. On a number of accounts. Yes. Unbelievable that this thing exists. Yeah. We're both staring at it right now, and it's mesmerizing. It's such an interesting height. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a full body cutout, but the whole thing is probably like an like twenty five <laughs> inches. It's not like distinctly two feet or one foot. It's just a strange height of Carly. It's not like it can't like it's too big to like sit on a desk or in your pocket or on like your dashboard of your car. Right. It's, oh yeah. It's way too, too big for the dash. Way too big for the dash. No. Yeah. You would be probably you would flag down and given a ticket. Here, look, it's it's sitting right next to the Carly Ray Jepsen cutout that we were given yes. as a gift and that we're talking about right now. It's sitting next to a large Apple desktop computer. Yes. So if any of you are familiar with what how tall those monitors are, yeah. she's two inches taller. Than that. Almost the same size. Yes. Almost the same size. So thank you, James, for these unbelievably kind so gifts. So much. Thank you, James. And we would also like to ask anyone else, if you can find another cheap Carly Rae Jepsen cutout, we currently have one that's about 25 inches tall. But and it's glorious. Any other height. Yes. Any other height of cutout. You guys want to send it our way? Please do. Nojokepod at gmail.com. We can tell you the address of where to send it. We will thank you on air. Absolutely. And also, just another note is that this one that James has so generously gifted to us, uh, Carly is looking really great. She's yes. clearly a red carpet look. Yes. She's wearing a very elegant gown. Yes. Um, she's wearing has a really nice clutch. Her hair is really done up. What's she's, a clutch? I think that's what those bags are called. You're the man. <laughs> that little bag is called a clutch. If if I'm wrong, we'll hear about it. But I think uh, I think sometimes a the way you said that I'm I'm <laughs> calling it a clutch now. I think it's called a clutch. 
much. Um, Not sure. Maybe I'm way off. All right. Um, but if there was, yeah, uh, we would take a Carly Rae a little more dressed down. If there's a cutout and just Carly in her jeans and a tee. Oh, sure. Weekend Carly. Sure. And then we're open to all Carly cutouts. Sure. James, you have opened up the floodgates here, and we're very grateful. Our Carly menagerie is on its way. <laughs> it is the second act of the No Joke podcast. We're talking group trips. Adam, you and I were just in Portland on a group trip. Yes, That's sir. why we're talking about it. Yeah, man. Uh, we talked about our Airbnb hosts. Yeah. Another thing about group trips when you're in a foreign city is you start to rely on, unless you've rented a car, uh, lifts, 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 and uh, Ubers, lifts and Ubers. That's how you get around. Do you did you uh, ban Uber from your phone? Did I, you did you ex Uber? I ex Uber. Okay, I ex Uber. And you know In what? In the post Trump haze, uh, they supported him, and we we're just like, we could just pick exactly. But with your dollar, to be totally honest with you, I'm te- I'm like slow enough to the tech game where I hadn't even downloaded Lyft or Uber by the time Uber was horrible. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll just do Lyft. That choice was made for me. Done. So I never had Uber in the first place. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, yes, lifting around new cities is also really fun, and especially in any city because, to me, it's a just, – not just to me, but it's a wonderful way to sort of like meet the true citizens of a place. Oh, that's true. It's like a great way. That's I, true. And especially in L.A. where like public space is limited. There's not – the subway doesn't exist. You know what I mean? It's like to, to be sort of thrown up against some strangers is is sort of a few and far between. It's a rare thing. Lyft, to me, is almost the quickest way to get a, a, a city's population into into your bloodstream. Agreed. Yeah. We're Team Lyft. I just want to be clear. Hugely. Okay. Team Lyft. Team Lyft. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> bike rides um, are also very popular. You can get 12 of your close friends together, go around a city on a bike ride. Yes. There's something so fun about that. Yes. But you don't get to learn about the city in That's the same right. way. That's right. You get to cruise around it, and that's fun. Yes. Which is another thing that we did on this trip. We all rented some electric bikes. We took a really – took Saturday afternoon and biked around downtown right. Portland, right. sort of all at our own pace. We got to play with those electric bikes for the first time. Yeah. Which so rad. If I'm being real, Ad, I was a little nervous. You were nervous. For you. For me. Because uh, – Years ago, yeah. we all took a group trip to Cape Cod. That's right. We all rented bikes. That's right, we did. We were cruising, like 20 of us. It was really, so we were all operating on a 9 and a 10. We were just had big smiles across our face, beautiful weather. It was like a huge cavalry. You were the leader of the parade. Yeah. You had, I was riding right next to you. You oh. were going fast. You had the biggest smile on your Got face. It. You looked to me at one point and you said loudly, I'm having the best <laughs> time of my life. <laughs> Hold for two beats, and then you flew over the handlebars. Yeah, I got a little over exuberant, and I flew over the handlebars onto a gravel. Po- we were like, you we're got up into a gravel. Up, dude. As a person with a broken foot and is always injured, <laughs> I know you got ripped, ripped, scraped to shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you had diaper, like diaper-like bandages yeah. all over your waist, your torso. You were a puffy man. Yeah, it was- it was ill-advised. You it were was ill-advised. torn up. Really torn up. Right. So I could totally understand why you'd be nervous. To be honest, I was a little nervous myself. Sure. <laughs> because I do tend to get overexcited on these things, and I really right. I really wanted to kind of open it up in that parking lot and really pay the price for it. Which is why it's safer to go in a lift. Way safer so to go So you lift. and I went in a lift. Yes. Uh, we were going to a bar or somewhere. Yeah, I can't some, even remember at some point. Some point A to point B. Yep. Yeah. And one of the fun things about lifts for me is that you get to know the driver mm-hmm. by way of... Their music. You know it. And of the 20 or so lifts we took this weekend, (laughs) one woman uh, who is lovely as always, all of them always seem so lovely. Yes. Um, she was playing, what is it called when it's like throat singing? Yeah. Do you know that? Like, it's like a sound that comes through. I can't remember what it's called exactly. I can't exactly. remember what it's called either, but it was like, to me, it sounded like almost like in traditional Indian music. It mm-hmm. was like, to me, it's not like traditional sort of like East Indian okay. music or something. Okay. Like yeah. yeah. And it was just like kind of this like odd, yeah. but like beautiful yes. and kind of spiritual music. And she, as soon as we walked in, it was kind of quiet. Yeah. She walked in and she's like, is the music all right? And I think that it was kind of consensus in the car that we're like, this music is very It was lovely. Right. It was like very, it was like music 
that you would hear in, in like the in like the foyer of like a spa. Yep. Or like it was very very soothing and nice and gentle. Weird vocal. Yep. Weird vocals. The car took on that energy. Yeah, very much so. Me, you, Maggie, Adam. Uh, me, you, Maggie, Marina. Yep. Um, took on that okay. energy. All of a sudden, we're calming down. Yeah. We're chill. A minute or so, we're all just enjoying the music. <laughs> that song fades out, <laughs> and I'm kind of looking forward to what song will come on next. What's next? And what is next, Adam? I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to move it. Well, that was the most impressive thing we've done on the podcast. That was without a doubt. It was. Mark that down. Nine minutes in the second act of episode 89, Billy and Adam did the most impressive thing on the podcast. It was such a Dark tone shift in this little vehicle. Couldn't have picked a funnier next song. <laughs> Literally. Like, Who Let the Dogs Out would have been a lower energy yeah. than I Like to Move It, Move It. Also, it was like a, it was like an extra, almost like remixed version of it. Like, it wasn't the original version. It was even more hyped. But it wasn't it was like, better. That was no, the weird thing. No. It Did, was extra, but not, not better. Not better. They just, it was so, such a weird song. Yes. So. But that was hilarious. Yes. And, uh, and we, we were all cracking up in the backseat quietly, I could feel respectfully. Your, I could feel your energy. I was in Come the front on. seat, and when you're in the front seat, you can't really be cranking your neck and always looking to the back, because in my mind, the driver thinks you're talking about them. Exactly. So and I'm in trying... this case, she would have been right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just feeling your energy saying, like, Billy oh, knows, I oh, know Billy. Billy knows, I know Billy knows, I know Billy knows. Exactly. And I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to reflect the energy saying, I know, I know Adam, I know, I know Adam. I know. And then we have to address it. Then you addressed it very calmly and politely, and Billy turned to this woman and said, um, what radio station is this? <laughs> and what did she say? Uh, she said... Random. And what did I say? Yeah. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would describe it. It was Vacations really... Vacations within the vacations. Yeah, just little vacation moments. That was just a little delicious little moment. Correct. Oh, God, it was truly random. Correct. She likes to move it, move it. Uh, we have a few minutes left in the act. There was Great. another thing we did on this uh, group trip. Yeah. And that was a boat ride. Yeah, man. Now, do you think that we have enough time in three minutes to cover this boat ride? I mean, I think that we can do it. We give a little thumbnail sketch. Show me. So it is called the Willamette River Jet Excursion. It is a speedboat that seats about 50. And when you hear river excursion and 50 people on it, you're thinking you're on a fishing boat. A fishing you know, boat you're doing eight miles per hour. Nice it's here for easy. Instagram photos, sunsets, yada, yada. Nice and easy. Okay. All of us have to sign a waiver, which is the first red flag. Waiver. No. Yeah, we all have to sign like a safety waiver. Totally. Like, okay, maybe this is like speedboat. We get it. This is going to be fun. Maybe to like sort of gas up to 50 miles an hour. We'll zip down the river a little bit. And I'm buzzed. We're was, all buzzed. I was buzzed oh, for 72 please. hours. Yeah. So, like, I'm seeing that waiver, and I'm just initialing uh, any corner of the earth. I'll sign whatever you got. Okay. Whatever you got. So we're on this boat. We're on this boat. It's about 4.30 on a Saturday afternoon. We're all on this boat. Yep. Uh, and we are captained by a man who works at the company. His name is Wit, And he tells us uh, that he uh, gives us an option at first. He addresses Maggie and I, being the hosts. And they say, do you want this ride to be wet and wild or smooth and mild? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Great question, Wit. And we said, well, you first, got 50 Maggie, comedians in the boat. Yeah, exactly. So obviously we chose Wet and Wild, although Maggie did try to hilariously negotiate. She said, can we start out Wet and Wild and then maybe dial it back to Smooth and Wild? And Wit said, well, you're already going to be wet. That so. is – that's so awesome. I <laughs> wish that she said, you're going to be wet. You're going to be wet. You're going to be wit. You're going to be wit, wet. I'll be wet and you'll, you'll be wit. wit. So in brief, this – it was a two-hour boat ride and it – 
oscillated hilariously yes. between sincere tour guiding on Witt's behalf, and he was telling us all about the, this used to be a hydroelectricity plant, and this here is where the mayor used to build the this, right. and here's the lock that used to be in the 1850s, it used to be this. Super calm, really nice, almost like a Disney cruise. Yes. And then in sporadic intervals, he would gun it. Donuts. Gun it. Donuts. <laughs> would just rip 360 donuts, a wall of river water would ensconce us all, and we would be drenched. 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 Out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I would be, like, whispering to Marina's ears, like, wow, this is such a beautiful trip. Can you believe how nice this is? And then seconds later, I'd be screaming, you maniac, Whit, what's wrong with you? That was, I've played rugby for four years. I played basketball my entire life. Two hours on that boat was the most exhausting thing I've ever was, done in my entire it, life. Well, we, we put it through the ringer, man. Right. It was a riot. It uh, was all, no one got out unsoaked. But that was the height of what makes a group trip great. Yep. And I'll tell you why. We started chanting. We started chanting. People love to chant. And listen, when you're not in the chanting group, right. chanting groups are so annoying. But when you are. I get it. But when you're inside of it. It's the, it's. All powerful. It's truly all powerful. We saw dogs. We started chanting dogs, 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 dogs. dogs, dogs. See it and say it. That's where we were at. The boat was going so fast. Our friends, our friend Bennett's hat flew off his head into the river. Yes. We immediately stopped. Yes. We told Wit. Bit. We got Wit. We got a green hat in the river. He was. <laughs> he was aware. Kind enough to turn around. And, and what did we chant? Get, get that, that hat. Get that hat. After the group trip, and we'll talk about this in the third act, uh, we both landed, we both kind of decompressed, you yep. and I, and then I texted you a few hours later to make sure you got home safe. But before I said, did you get home safe, what did I text you? Get that hat. And we got that hat. We got that hat. Billy, you specifically got that hat. We got that hat. Yeah, we did, buddy. Uh, we'll go into the second act break. We'll come back and wrap up this episode about group trips. Once again, thank you to Squarespace.com. They have been our sponsor for all of 2017, and we really appreciate it. Thanks, Squarespace. It is now the back-to-school season, which means that it is the perfect time to create your beautiful own website. Yes. You can get custom domains, you can create websites, or you can do both at Squarespace.com. With Squarespace, you can create a beautiful website to showcase your work, blog, or publish content, sell products and services of all kinds, promote your physical or online business, announce an upcoming event or special project and more and if you are a student if you are a student yeah. it's back to school time yeah. and we all know that there's one way to impress your classmates and that's online it's true the real world is overrated okay. it used to be you wore a cool t-shirt to the first day of school and that was the thing now it's what cool website did you just buy and if you're going to buy a cool website buy it on squarespace.com yes yeah, squarespace provides wonderful services such as beautiful templates created by world-class designers powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online analytics that help you grow in real time 24-7 award-winning customer support, etc. So when you are ready to launch, use the offer code NOJOKE at the end and save 10%. Nice. Once again, when you are ready to launch your new website via squarespace.com, use the offer code NOJOKE and you'll save 10%. Welcome back to Act 3 of the No Joke Podcast, episode 89. Today, Bill, you and I are talking about group trips. Correct. Correct. We were just in Portland. We took this wild boat tour down the Willamette River in Portland in which we all got soaked. And it was so hot, it was like, you know... 
in the 90s of degrees, I think, all weekend. It yeah. was, like, beautiful and not oppressively hot and not super humid, but just, like, crystal clear but hot as yeah. hell. Yeah, So it was so funny because we would get soaked when we would do these donuts. Donuts. And then there was time enough to actually dry off. Oh, yeah. Like, the it was so hot that, like, everyone kind of dried. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Whereas if it was an overcast day, we would have gotten wet once and then sick Stayed all day. wet. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Uh, it's the third act of the No Joke podcast. Let's do a little reminding. Uh, our email address is nojokepod at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is nojokepod, and that's on Twitter. Uh, I just looked at our iTunes page. Oh, great. We like to remind you guys to rate, review, and subscribe. Please do. Well, someone is clearly catching up. Okay. Because we got a uh, review yesterday that said Hyped 2.0. Hyped 2.0! From Massachusetts. Oh, sweet! So that's still alive and kicking. That's great! I think it's time, Adam, for us to check in with our listeners and for our listeners to check in with us. Absolutely. A little call and response. Great. For us to know that you are really engaged and you are really still enjoying what we're doing. Let us hear it. I think it's time for us to request of you for you to sign on to the podcast page and type in Hyped 2.0. 3.0. 3.0. We're, we're here now. The next operating system. We're here now. You had Snow Leopard, now do Super Snow Leopard. Whatever okay. the next operating system is. Hyped 3.0. 3.0. As a reminder, go into your iPhone, click Podcasts, yep. type in the search column, yes. no joke, you'll see it, click Review, Hyped 3.0, and we want the location or... A secret about you. A secret. Maybe all, your location, where you're hyped from, or just a secret about yourself. I think that's fine either way. Let us know. I also, we just want to say one other thing, in, uh, which is that our sketch comedy group, Harvard Sailing Team, uh, is making some new videos. Uh, and we are actually released a brand new video today, which is Wednesday. Uh, but it will still be on the internet by the time you listen to this, we promise. Yes. Uh, and it's called Adam's New Look. Please go check it out on the Harvard Sailing Team YouTube page, which is HST Sketch Comedy on YouTube. Yeah, I think yeah. if you Google uh, YouTube Harvard Sailing Team, yeah. you'll find it. You can find that. Uh, um, this video will be uh, especially fun for the listeners of No Joke because mm-hmm. it stars you. Mm-hmm. Each uh, And you. Oh, yes. I <laughs> each episode or each video that Harvard Sailing Team will be putting out will loosely be uh, framed around one of our personalities. Yeah. And right out the gate, we went with you. Oh, yeah. So Sweet. once again, Adam's New Look, Harvard Sailing Team, and um, hit us up on Gmail if you have anything you'd like to tell us. Please do. If you have any more gifts for us. The Airbnb that the majority of the Harvard Sailing Team was staying at this past weekend had many, many chickens. Portland. In Portland, yeah. Portland. And it was, uh, exactly. You know. And it was amazing just to sort of like see the, Rebecca's Instagram stories all week of just like Jen and Farron out of their pajamas, 8.30 in the morning, feeding chickens. It also had a cat. The whole house is allergic to cats. And it also had a house rat. A house rat. Did you hear about the house rat? No. What about the rat? So... I didn't stay in this house. I was staying in your house. Yep, yep. Um, but the Harvard, uh, I think Clayton was telling me, or somebody was telling me, that yep. there was a window um, in the kitchen. The kitchen was recessed, so it was almost like a basement. So okay. you would almost see the lawn out the window. It would be like lawn height out the window. Cool. And there would be a rat that would just kind of like be like doing his daily chores, <laughs> like carrying his little briefcase <laughs> and like chores. showing up, like, carry, like making coffee, yep. yeah, doing all that. That would just like hang out by this window. And I asked Clayton, I was like, but rats are bad. Like, we as a society have decided rats are bad. We understand that. Do you hate this rat or do you like this rat? Yeah. It's like, it's just this rat. There's animals all over Everywhere. this house. And that's Portland. It's Portland is a little bit. quirky, man. It's quirky. I mean, Portlandia, it's uh, it's not a stereotype. There's a reason it exists. Yes. Yes. Um, also, their particular Airbnb host, um, she said in the description of their house, she made a note that, uh, and I quote, an elf will come by every day to feed the chickens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by elf, she just meant neighbor. <laughs> and Clayton said, I think Elf is Portland for, for neighbor. Wow. I think <laughs> elf. Wow, wow, elf. wow, wow, wow. So, yeah, he, uh, he also said that in the welcome book. Uh, section one was about Wi-Fi and section two was about chickens. <laughs> <laughs> 
put a bird on it, Portland. Mm-hmm. So ridiculous. It was unbelievable. Um, do you want to know why I – you want, this is why I knew – this is how I knew yep. that you had cool people at yep. this party. Okay. Because there was – I would say I knew 90% of your friends. Yeah. yeah. And the other 10 I had vaguely known but right. not as well. Right. Well, in small talk with a few people that I didn't know yep. on the third night, yep. they loosely told me that they swung by the set of Portlandia while they were there. That's right. And we're just chopping it up with Fred and Carrie. <laughs> That's right. I was like, so this is the circles we're rolling in now. <laughs> exactly. This is where it is. We're in Portland and they're actually shooting. I never even knew they actually shot in Portland. Me neither. I would have assumed New York. Wait, really, Billy? That yeah. they would shot Portlandia? Yeah, I guess. Well, I think I, I think I assumed that they shot Portlandia in Portland. Outside of the like establishing shots of like the restaurants yeah. and stuff, I never really considered. I always just thought it was like television making. But yeah. but yeah, they were in Portland and they were shooting they in Portland to Portlandia. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. It was. I know it was. It was interesting to visit Portland in a post Portlandia world. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Because you have never been there before, right? No, never. Right. So it's just interesting to sort of now that it's like it's like in the cultural zeitgeist in this specific way as being like the what capital of twee, the mm-hmm. capital of quirk, hipster, hipster, hipster paradise. Hipster, yeah, exactly. Right. And so like now when you go there, or at least I find myself, it's hard to divorce your experience of it from the step from your preconceived notions from the stereotype of sure. it. But so many of these little micro interactions we had lived up to the stereotype. I was just telling Marty off mic before that uh, one morning, Luke, another person that we were staying with, and myself went to this teeny little cute adorable little cafe to get bagels for all of us in the morning there were eight of us staying at the house we figured we get eight bagels not a big ask oh yeah we went to this tiny little cafe and it was just like the coolest tattooedest awesomest hipster portland exactly at this little cafe with five bagels under like a glass cake plate and luke and i walk in and we said uh, hey can we have eight bagels and they both stopped in dead in their tracks <laughs> and looked up in our eyes with fear and what like wonder with wonder and they said eight bagels, so like bulk, bulk, and we're like, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, bulk in a way. Three just more eight, bagels, eight of them. Yeah, three more. Yeah, exactly. And so it was just this hilarious sequence of them sort of like scrambling, not even scrambling, but just like adorably, like whoa, like we've never had an ask this big before. Eight this, bagels. This is an episode of Portland. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, was it Fred and Carrie? It might as well trying to make three bagels. Basically, yeah. Essentially, every yeah. shop clerk is Fred and or Carrie. Right. So like they sort of got the bagels together and t- to sort of like dig in the in like the backup fridge for sure. a little bit of cream cheese. Right. And then as we sort of walked out with our eight bagels and our four coffees and our four iced coffees and headed back to the house. A regular the, order. A regular order. The owner literally chased after us outside and said, hey, hey, um, you guys are really nice. If you guys are going to come back again, just give us a heads up in advance. A few weeks. A few weeks. Give us a few yeah, weeks yeah. notice to make the three extra bagels <laughs> exactly. for the day. Right. So everything felt so ador- adorable, of for lack of a better word. Um, yeah. I went there as a guest. Yeah. I was your guest. Yeah. I didn't really have to worry about other people for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, though that is one part of group travel mm-hmm. is having to kind of develop group mind yeah. and do things that the group wants to do yeah. more times than you want to do. Right. Sure. It's, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a push pull. Yeah. 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 But you were the host. Yeah. Is that stressful? That would be very stressful for me. Yeah, honestly, like, it, I mean, of course, like, for sure. You're, you, you want to – For sure. Because you are a person who cares about other people's happiness. Yeah. You, you, it makes you comfortable knowing that other people are comfortable. Yes. And same, it makes me uncomfortable knowing that other people might be uncomfortable. Might be. Might be. Yeah, yeah. Even Just might the, be. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so – I imagine that that is a lot of pressure. It was. I was mean, it e- was it was it easy? I mean, it is though. Yeah. Is it easy to? It's easy to roll your eyes, but was it was it easy to be comfortable overseeing a group trip? Because you were a provider in a lot of ways. Yeah. It was. It was. 
it was overwhelming at first, at to first. be honest with you. When we first kind of got there that first night and everyone was arriving at once, yeah. I felt like a pup. I felt a little too much like an excited puppy dog. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my friends, oh, these houses, brand new city, all this new stimulus. Yeah. And I was, and like the excitement was tipping into like a, like almost like a friend, in, just internally in me. Right. Into like a bit of a frenzied. Now, was it excitement exclusively? It wasn't uh, stress or anxiety like, I hope that this all works out? I mean, like, it, it was all, it was a, it was a whole melange of all of those things. Yep, it was yep. like a giddiness that we finally were here. And this yeah. thing that Megan had been planning for months was like, here. Arrived. I can't believe we're doing it. Yep. And like, we're in physical Portland. Right. Here's Billy Marina. Here's Michael and Sam. Here's Craig and this. It's like, right. everyone made it. Overwhelming. And it did. And for the first little bit, it felt a little overwhelming to me. What calmed those nerves? Was it a drink? A drink helped. A just meal? a little bit of time. Right. Just like going to that bar that first night and seeing everybody and just like, just, just... Allowing myself to calm down. Yeah. Maggie was literally – was like, Adam, like, relax. Just yeah. relax yeah. and calm down. Yeah. Because I did feel – at the beginning, I did – I totally did feel very uh, – I felt responsible. I just felt responsible. Like You, you said, were responsible. Every, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, exactly. we're here for, on your behalf. Yeah. So, so to a certain degree, it's like, yeah. you know, not that – and we sort of like budgeted enough time for everyone to do their own thing and explore Portland on your own and then come together for these like few little group events. But right. all the same, like you said, right. you feel and responsible. It's, and it's hard to play it cool. Hard to play it cool. It really it's is. Hard. And I'm not like a play it cool person or right. anyway in right. any circumstance. Right. So this was like super extra. Yeah. All of these friends. My, my best friend, Shauna Luke, flew in from New York. And like right. all these Arthur things. flew in from New York. From New York. And right, like right, right. These friends that I haven't seen right. in a while. And, I get and, it. And totally. it's all for us, which mm-hmm. already makes me feel self-conscious. Yep. You know what I mean? But, yep, makes but sense. we persevered. So yeah. we have a few minutes left in the okay. podcast. Great. Um, as a person who just hosted yeah. a big group trip and had been putting a lot of effort and yeah. time and thoughts towards yeah. how to make it successful. Yeah. Can we give a little advice or perhaps you could and I'll support it on what you think um, if people are listening who want to like organize their own group trip. Yeah. What were some elements that you decided to do that you thought really paid off that they can maybe mimic? The things that – I mean honestly, the the, the 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 sort of our strategy going in like we said was sort of like – you know, we're going to be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So a, a weekend. A weekend. So a contained amount of time. A contained amount Don't of time. Don't overstretch it. I would say plant a couple of event flags. One plant a day? A couple, one a day would do the trick. On yeah. Saturday, for us, it was the boat. Yep. On Sunday, we had like a big group dinner that was really fun. Yep. So like these were the flags that we planted that was like, everyone here on this trip will do this. Yep. Otherwise, we're all in the city together. Go explore. Portland's a fabulous town. Yep. Take a bike ride. Yep. Take a nap. Cities. Go, d- 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 exactly. A city. Exactly. Again, going to a city is also a very cool thing to do because exactly. you, everyone can do their own thing and there's so much stimulus. That's right. That takes that pressure off of you having to provide what we're doing next. Exactly. Right. And again, we had gentle suggestions. We sort of let our guests know where Maggie and I specifically were going to be. We're going to be – Maggie and I are going to be walking around the Rose Garden and the Japanese Garden mm-hmm. Sunday morning from X to X. Please join. Yep. And many people did. Yep. And some people didn't. And yep. that was the idea. Yep. So, I mean – so – and again, that's the benefit, like you said, of going to a new city. Yep. If you're going to like a remote cabin the woods big bear totally different ball game right. obviously of if course hosting a big thing there yeah because then all of a sudden everyone is really insulated you have to little maybe take a little more care in mind about what you're going to do hour to hour i guess yeah. or not you surround yourself with really good people i do too yourself included yeah i do yeah. too <laughs> um that's a big luxury when inviting friends knowing that there's not going to be that one cancerous personality right. that just like ruins it for everybody that's else right. without naming names obviously right 
Did you have to even consider that at all? Not for one was, heartbeat. Where they were like, you know, that person can sometimes. Not even for once. Because heartbeat. that can, and that should be addressed. If you have friends that yep. you're 50-50 about, yep. leave them off the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my piece of advice. Yeah. It is that thing of like, it's almost like that cheesy thing, and I hate even referencing this, whatever that like the magic of tidying up book that's so popular. It's like you grab – it's like sort of like this, this philosophy of like you should only keep the things that bring you joy, right? right? And if you're cleaning out your closet, you should hold every item that you have and really feel it doesn't bring me joy. And okay. I, that's hokey and cheesy, whatever. But that similar sentiment I would say applies to the uh, your guest list of a, a big group trip. It's well like would I absolutely love to see this person here for a weekend? If I had to take an, a lift with them yeah. for 20 minutes because everybody else was already at the party, would I prefer to be with somebody yes. else? If the answer is yes. Cross them off the list. And I feel so grateful that our friends are so magnificent and wonderful and unconditionally menschy and fantastic. Yeah. That with all the variables that were going on for this weekend, never been to Portland, what are we going to do in the meantime? What about all the people, Airbnbs, a million different locations, bikes, are there enough, are there not, the food? The thing that I didn't give one second of concern or strife or worry about was the friends that were going to be there. I mean, that was the best part. They make the the trip. They make the trip. Truly. I think that really is the the takeaway from it all. The people you go with will be the group trip. Agreed. And that's the group trip episode. That was a nice one, Bill. Well done. Really sweet chat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome home. Thanks, man. Welcome home from Portland. Beautiful. You're still married. We're still married. And this is still the No Joke Podcast. Yes, sir. For it, I am Billy Scafiri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.